Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Jennifer Rizzio, founder and spiritual director of Soul Language and the Business of Soul. And this is Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity, create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey and that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. Today, I'm talking with Johanna Lynn about dropping your relationship stories. She's a highly trained therapist that offers resolutions from long-standing issues to participants in online classes with a focus on dismantling family patterns, restoring relationships, and cultivating resilient boundaries. Welcome. Thank you, Jennifer. It's nice to be here with you. So I always start with the first question about what have you personally learned on your journey? Like what's your soul shared with you? I think a big part of this work was a soul calling. Um, This has to do with the soul of the family system. This has to do with what what goes on at the deeper level that has us show up in certain ways in our life and our relationships. And so for me, it's been a a journey where I'm continuing to learn um, all along the path with the different clients that I work with and the different colleagues that I get to know. It's been a real soul journey. So how do we go about, how do we actually go about identifying our relationship stories and then how do we go about letting them go? Mm. I think a big piece, I, I joke that it's knowing our blueprint, you know, knowing that imprint and what did we pick up from our family of origin. Um, systems have a habit of being attracted to other systems. And so we fall in love with what's familiar, not even necessarily what's healthy. And so a big part is noticing, gosh, what is that repetitive argument I get stuck in with my spouse? And I think where we can make a mistake is if we go off and just complain to a friend or even keep those same complaints alive with a therapist, it keeps us stuck in the story. So the faster we can identify what is our pattern, what feels familiar, the sooner we're going to get out of it and get closer to what we all want, more communication, better connection, and a place where our love can really thrive. So what are some like common stories that we see time and time again in families? Well, I think a a topic that I see over and over again is if we didn't make the connection, but we took care of a sad mom or a depressed or addicted dad. This is how we learn. We almost learn to go out of ourselves to give to the other, to notice what the other might need before we even notice what we need, what, what, how much we have to give. And so we can tend to, you know, that age old, I'm a people pleaser. I'm, I'm kind of reading the room before I notice what I need. And this can play out inside friendships and marriages as well. Um, knowing our own history, if, if mom or dad uh, divorced, maybe we're only in a place where we're guarding against being left so that we don't go through the same pain we saw mom or dad go through. Or we're quick to leave instead of really go through some of the ways of repairing because we just don't want it to look like mom or dad. So how, you know, 
these family patterns have been, you know, created over years. How fast can we change patterns? It's a really good point. They're a part of us. It's something we grew up in. It's something we lived. And it's something to our, you know, to our surprise, we're re- we were re- are recreating, excuse me. Um, and so to really, the first step is to look at them, to build that awareness, to connect the dots, so to speak. And then we can't unsee what we have seen. And so I find, even in my own personal relationship, we respond to conflict differently when we know what that is really about. So let's say we're married to someone who withdraws and we really want to talk it through. And okay, a conflict comes up and there they go withdrawing again. When we start to fill in the full picture of what's behind the withdrawal, why do they shut down? Maybe they came from a circumstance where they were emotionally inundated as a child. And so they lose their place, they lose their voice. And so there's a a way that we can get creative for each couple. How are we going to handle conflict in a way that honors you and honors me instead of just getting stuck in the same place of feeling frustrated and kind of stonewalling where we we move away from each other instead of turning towards with understanding. Um, So as you've been, you know, going through your life, you know, this this time has been really huge for a lot of us. What has been that big question that you've been asking yourself lately? I think the biggest question is what is really important? I think when so much gets taken away, and and I'll use the words distractions or entertainments or, you know, the the things that we all would maybe lean into, uh, maybe it's something big like going to a concert to really enjoy life or going on a trip to visit loved ones. And so we all kind of had to sit still without those distractions. And for me anyways, it was that big piece of what is really important. What do I want to do more of? Um, And so I think it became a great time for self-reflection and really getting clear. What have you learned most about your own relationships over time? That even when it's difficult, It's important to match what I'm feeling in my body with what I'm saying out loud. And so that was was a big thing for me, you know, growing up where you're not supposed to rock the boat, where you're just supposed to keep on smiling, um, to really have the courage to say, you know what, that's not friendly to me, or I'm not okay with what's happening here, and to really broach it before it becomes a big issue um, for me, that's how I'm going to move forward in, in relationships today. Beautiful. How do people get more of you? How do they reach out to you? What can you offer them? Where do they find more of your goodness? Well, thanks for asking. So they can certainly visit my site at www.joannalynn.ca. I offer all kinds of groups Um, Right now, they're specifically for women. I find women who come together in that sort of dedicated private space who can really dive into the root cause of so many things. And so I'm starting drop-in classes where it's not a big commitment. It's just to try this on and see if this approach can offer something, a new perspective, a new insight. And so all of that is detailed on the website. Beautiful. So as we're wrapping up here, what's the one thing you want people to remember about relationships? 
to really look at it from that lens of systems marrying systems, that we fall in love with what's familiar, not so much what's healthy. And so the next time you get super triggered or just even hurt by something that your spouse does, ask yourself what feels familiar about this. Any one of us that's been in relationship for a long time knows we can really only change ourselves. And that can take some of the friction out of the dyad in that relationship and give yourself a place to move towards at least coming into a calm, you know, centered place where you can make the change you want to make. Beautiful. And my last last question is, if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? <laughs> Life is short. Do what you want. Do what lights you up. Beautiful. <clears throat> so thank you so much for your time together today. And thank you for doing all that you do about relationships. I know relationships can be, we're in relationship with everything on this planet. So when we've got that down, we're healthier and happier. So thank you so much. Oh, thanks for having me, Jennifer. It was nice to be here with you. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. I'm Jennifer Isia. The Ask and Answered by Soul podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about the answers of your soul, you could secure your free sacred practice tool at soullanguage.us forward slash sacred practice. Thanks for listening and bye for now, everyone. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, the Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the Interviews. Electric Acid. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid.